unified field theory. Humans are good, I pleaded, somewhat half-heartedly. Whatever you do, please don't eradicate them. The Galactic Assembly sat silently, watching me intently, obviously imagining that I was on the point of launching into the case for the defence of humanity, so to speak. But that's all I had. That's all I got, dudes, I added after a mo- after the silence started to get uncomfortable. I'd really like you to consider that fully before doing anything too hasty. It all happened so fast I'd never really had a chance to fully register it. I never really got to grips with it. My life, I mean. My life? What was all that about, huh? It was all a bit of a flash in the pan, really. All of a sudden, there's all this stuff happening, and then the next thing, it's all over. I had a chance to make something of myself, I suppose, but I just I just never acted on it. I never seized the initiative. In my defence, I didn't really know what was happening most of the time, and also, I'm not very motivated, which is another way of saying I'm just plain lazy, I guess, which I admit, I'm big enough to admit that, In retrospect, I can see that I should have tried harder. It's a case of could have done better, which, curiously enough, I remember reading all over my end-of-year reports from school. Mind you, that's a safe enough comment for anyone, really, isn't it? You could have said that about Einstein, after all. Could have done better. He could have come up with a unified field theory, after all, which he didn't, which he failed to do. It's a bit of a shame about that, wouldn't you say? Well, little Albert didn't do so well at school either, so I believe. He cheated at maths, apparently. He ended up having to take some crappy, retarded job as a clerk. What do teachers know, anyway? What the hell would they know? That's my resentment speaking there, of course. No matter what I say, it's always my resentment speaking. Creating a monologue. Creating a narrative, seeing everything in a bad light, wallowing in the interminable misery of it. It's sad, isn't it, to be this old and yet still brooding over what my teachers said about me 50 years ago. They're all long dead by now, you know. Long gone, every last one of them. So what does it matter now, I hear you ask? Why not let go of it? Why not move on? That's all very easy to say, of course. All very easy for you to say. I've been brooding for a long time, you see, and brooding has an energy all of its own. Brooding has a life all of its own. When I think of all the times I've been hurt and put down back in those days, it's like it just happened yesterday. That's how fresh the pain is. It's like it was only hours ago. Strange, isn't it? Some things are downright timeless, and this is one of them. The ego's pain is always timeless. It's a form of immortality, I suppose you could say. Not what you'd call a very satisfactory or pleasant form of immortality, but immortality all the same. Immortality all the same. Happy people are often very happy, you see. That's a thought that comes to me sometimes. I think it's worth making that point, dwelling on it from time to time. I wouldn't personally know much about that, however. Happiness isn't really my thing. It's safe to say that. Happy people are often very happy, but I wouldn't know about that. I wouldn't have much to say on that subject. I suppose I'm just resentful of them, resentful and jealous. 
and feeling bad about all the bad life choices that I've made over the years. One's own lack of fulfilment in life is always a bitter pillow, pill to swallow. It's a bitter pill to swallow, but in the end there's nothing for it but to try to do just this. There's nothing for it but to try to suck it up as best one can.